Hi everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Learning Channel. In this video, we're going to take a look at the shadow casting enhancements in the Action 3D Compositor. I'm referring to the quality of the shadows, as well as how the shadows can now be cast in the 3D scene. If you would like to follow along, please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Alternatively, if you're watching the podcast version of this video, then type the link displayed in your web browser. So I have added these images into the Action 3D environment and I have offset them in 3D space. If I rotate the camera, you can see that there is enough distance between the 3D objects to create a shadow cast. If you are following along, pause the video here and rebuild the same composite using the downloaded images. Now if you want to cast a shadow from the foreground image onto the background, the process is pretty simple. Go to the Action node bin and add a light into the scene. This shades the scene, but the shadows have not yet been enabled. Ensure that the light is still selected. Go back to the Action node bin and double-click on the Shadow Cast node. This gets connected to the selected light. If you drag the light around in the composite, you will see how you can cast a shadow on the background. If you rotate the camera with Orbit, you will note that the shadow is simply being generated off the alpha of the foreground image. So that's how you cast a shadow that is aware of the 3D environment of action. Now obviously, if you are integrating this as part of a shot, the shadow needs to have 3D perspective and more. We'll talk about what you can do in a minute or so, but at this point, I would like you to double-click on the Shadow Cast node to bring up its properties. Now there have been some general enhancements to the shadow functionality. One of these improvements is the Shadow Caster Resolution. In previous versions of the Flame products, the biggest shadow resolution was 2K. The Shadow Cast Resolution has now been increased to 4K. This means that very large geometries in the Action Composites can now have very crisp shadows. The interactivity has also been optimized, so you should get better overall performance even when using 4K shadow resolutions. Please note that the M6000 can actually do 8K, but please remember this is dependent on your graphics hardware and graphics memory. If you use multiple shadow casters at their highest resolutions, your system will eventually reach its maximum graphics memory usage and you will be notified of the limit. An easy remedy to this is to drop the shadow maps to a lower resolution. So all of these improvements affect 3D shadows, hard and soft varieties, as well as the 2.5D shadows. Now returning back to our example, I would like to integrate the shadow correctly into the background plate. Currently, the foreground shadow is cast flat onto the background, so this is no good. The typical thought process in creating a shadow with the right perspective shifts and distortions in 3D is to cast onto an image that matches the background's perspective plane. So let's rearrange a few things. Firstly, delete the background plate which is currently an image surface object. Return back to the batch schematic and connect the back plate into the action background input. So the background plate will remain permanently in the background of action. Now we'll recycle Media 1 input to become the shadow receiver. Go to the batch node bin and drag out a color source node. 
double click on the node and set the colour to white. Now connect it into the front input of Media 1. Next, go back into Action and ensure you are looking at the dual view with the results and the Action Schematic. Go to the Action Bin menu and select White in the Media list. Double click on the thumbnail to add it as the surface object in the composite. Now using the Axis node and Axis menu, reposition the white surface in 3D space. Basically, you need to rotate it to match the background perspective as well as position it in 3D space. Take some time to get it right to match the ground plane. Once this is complete, when you select the light and drag it around, the foreground surface should be casting the shadow on the white image surface. This should match the shadow perspective and distortions of the background image. Now the limitation you've had in previous versions was that you could not make the white areas of the surface disappear and retain the shadow. You would have to output a separate shadow pass and separate beauty pass and then recompose them in another node to make it work. You can still do this, but there is a much better way. Double click on the white image object in the Action Schematic. In the Image menu under the Shadow Casting properties, there are some new options. In the pull down menu, choose Invisible Receiver. So the image becomes invisible outside the areas of the shadow. Now, a small thing to point out is that you might notice some small white areas in the softness of the shadow. This was kept in order to use the transparencies and blend modes of the receiving surface object. So to fix the shadow, the idea is to use the Multiply Blend mode and this will perform the compositing math to give the right shadow result. The benefit is that you can still manipulate the transparency of the surface object to play with the shadow opacity in this case. And if the surface had a texture instead of white, the texture could be seen through the shadow. And this could allow for some creativity if you use this tool for design work. Speaking of design uses, I just want to point out the invisible caster option in the image menus. So you could have a surface or geometry that you use to cast a shadow. But the casting object does not need to be visible to the camera in order to cast a shadow. This definitely gives some flexible creative options to think about. Finally, I need to remind you that this works for full 3D geometry and not just flat 2D surface objects. So in a typical use case scenario, you could perform a 3D track on your scene, add your objects, place your image planes and set them to be invisible receivers. You then add your lights with shadow cast and you get the correct perspective matching shadows. Hopefully you'll find these enhancements useful and easy to use. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos.